This is episode 75 for November 22nd, 2016, brought to you from Arlington, Texas. This week we'll be covering style 23F, Fruit Lambic. Welcome to Brew Styles. My name is Sawyer, and together with Chris, Travis, and Eddie, we take on the world of beer one style at a time. Every week we discuss a different style of beer and taste some of our favorites. We hope you leave with a thirst for more. Our podcast can be found on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Look us up and subscribe to make sure you are kept up to date on our latest episodes. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at brew underscore styles. Drop by our website, brewstyles.com, where you can stream every episode, check out our photo gallery, and use the contact tab to send us comments and feedback. You can also find more information about the BJCP and how to become a certified beer judge. Settle in and raise a pint with us as we launch into another episode of Brew Styles. Well, welcome back to another episode of uh, Brew Styles. I'm sorry, episode. Um, yeah, I know it's episode. Been a, that's a throwback. I know. Well, I mean, I, I would say it's Throwback Thursday, but that was yesterday. No, four yeah. days ago. Whatever it's Sunday, right? Well, Tuesday. Tuesday. What day is it? November twenty second. That's okay. Twenty sixteen. Yeah. I'll be right back. Whoa! <laughs> Think back. <laughs> so, anyways, well. I'm joined by Eddie. Eddie, how are you? I'm doing great. Have you Uh, done anything fun this week in beer? This is Eddie. (laughs) Uh, No, this week has been quite uneventful since it's only been 45 minutes. (laughs) Anyway, uh, it's been good. Cool. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. good. I'm also uh, joined by Travis. Travis, how are you? Yeah, a pretty easy week. Uh, I brewed a beer on Saturday morning, just a, a classic blonde, um, because I, I'm pretty much out of beer. I drank it a lot faster than I brewed it. <laughs> <laughs> How'd that so, brew day go? That was Anything nice. interesting happen? Was no, it sloppy? I, I woke up <laughs> first thing and heated water and then went back to sleep. Woke up again and mashed and went back to sleep. It's great. Mm. You know, you can do the sleepy brew day if you plan it out right. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, cool. I did have to repair my mash tun for the first time. The the silicone seal completely fell apart. So Did it cause for a stuck mash? Did you have to blow on anything? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've never had to put that in my mouth. Mm. But um, I did have to have to do a repair. Well, but I, I guess it's been two years since I've made it. And yeah. it, was, it was a do-it-yourself mash tun. I'm glad yeah. it lasted that long. You and your chest cooler instead of the uh, the round cooler like everybody else uses. You get a false bottom. Okay. She's bottom. got huge bottom mugs. Trucks aligned. Well, I'm also joined by uh, Chris. Oh, hey. How are you? This is Chris. <laughs> <laughs> this is Eddie. <laughs> this is Saya. <laughs> Hi. Hey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was perfect. <laughs> uh, what's up, Sawyer? Well, I'm I'm asking you what's up. Well, I know. Oh, you know I, you say what's up. I say what's up. Um, what up? Sup, bro? 
I am looking forward to this break. Because we're, I, on, you know, we're yes. on Thanksgiving oh, yeah, break right now. We are on Thanksgiving break. I, I, this is, I needed this break from work. I've slept since yesterday. I, <laughs> this is what I needed right here. I'm going to get on the bike and I'm going to go for a ride. I'm just going to get away from the house, from work. It'll be fun. Sounds like a plan, man. Oh, yeah. Maybe hit up Edelweiss. Maybe so. Actually, yes. We need to do that. I concur. Get a liter stein of or several liter something steins. and a big plate of sausage. As long as it's not Doppelbach. Especially if it's Doppelbach. That's English right there on the wall. It says restroom. Oh, it's from Edelweiss. <laughs> yeah. That sounds completely different. It really does. Yeah, we've come a long way. Well, I mean, you know, we had this this recorder just sitting on the table, but now that we yeah. have our portable podcast set up. That would be cool. We can we can do that and get a better audio yeah. quality. <laughs> Oh, I was a little early. Sorry. <laughs> it was a little premature. Typical brass player. Oh. <laughs> Trumpet players, man. I tried. Too anyway, so there. that's me. How are you, Sawyer? <laughs> I'm I'm doing well, doing well. Uh, I've done nothing in the past 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah, like 15 to 30 minutes. You mean Except for... 7 to 10 days? Yeah, plus 7 to 10 days. Right, yeah, that too. So no, actually, um, it we you know we forgot to mention something on the last episode. North Texas Beer Week. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. It started last uh, last Friday. Yeah, and ended um, last Sunday. Yeah. So <laughs> you should have checked it out. <laughs> I should have, especially since the tickets heading that one up. Yeah. Well, uh, thanks to all of our listeners for uh, listening to us. Uh, if you're still with us, hopefully you are. Uh, um, uh, be sure to. Uh, I'm here. Uh, you know, jump on the that their iTunes and hit that their uh, subscribe button, and uh, and leave a review. Like yeah, seriously, wow. we have yet to have somebody that will tell us, "Hey, I want to hear this style." Zero. Yeah, they like to tell us that we like to get off on our own jokes, but uh, which stop smacking. Probably true. Yeah, and, which is also true. also true. Yeah. But hey, we need to hear. And the they feedback. also tell us that we're really sexy. I mean, that's also no, true. We have to have fun somehow. They don't say that. Hey, we have a good time. Bye. We have a great time. Yeah. So I'll keep getting seriously. Off of the jokes. I, I would really be interested to hear about any suggestions our listeners have for for what they want to hear us talk about. I, you yep. know, even a redo. If you're like, well, I can't say this because yeah. they've already done an IPA episode. Well, if you want to hear IPA again, there are a lot of IPAs we haven't done Absolutely. But, give us a specific one. Don't let the hold you Say, back. I want you to review this beer. But until then. I, I don't care. Just tell us what to, tell us yeah. what well, to do. We've got to go on and do whatever we I want. I have a redo so. that I'd like to do. <laughs> I'd like to do uh, Mead again. See. Uh, we're about due for that, right? Okay. Uh, yeah. We did that... Uh, I guess it was last winter, so it's been basically a year. Yeah, yeah so that we can taste Eddie's tea bags again. <laughs> <laughs> Smell right. Eddie's tea bag. <laughs> uh, anyways, so Eddie, what are we talking about today? So, as we start out with the episode, uh, we are talking about <laughs> Style Twenty Three F Fruit Lambic, uh, which is a complex and fruity, pleasant sour. Pleasantly sour wild wheat ale fermented by a variety of Belgian microbiota and showcasing the fruit contributions blended with the wild character. That's a good word. Yeah. Wow. 
I, I think feel, we'll buy you some. You're not fumbling like I do yeah, today. Yeah, I'm impressed. I speak a little better when I'm drunk. <laughs> you're the drunk? Type, how are you drunk? We've been recording for like... I'm good. I'm just kidding. Four I'm a, minutes. I'm <laughs> totally sober so, right now. The type of fruit that can sometimes be hard to identify... I'm drunk. ...as fermented and aged fruit characteristics can seem different from the more recognizable fresh fruit aromas and flavors. Interesting. Does, does it have vinegar? It has not mentioned vinegar, no. Okay. So as far as the aroma, we're talking about something, uh, let's see, that should be dominant, uh, that should have a dominant aroma. A low to moderately sour character that blends with aromas described as barnyard, earthy, goaty. Barnyard? Hay, yeah, hay, horsey, and horse blanket, and thus should be recognizable as a lambic. <laughs> yeah. Is this going to be a Fratto beer? It sounds like it might be. The fruity aroma commonly blends well with the other aromas. The enteric, smoky, cigar-like, or cheesy aroma is unfavorable. Hold on. Cigar-like or cheesy? Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't think that I would say cigar or cheese would be it, any kind of similar. It ain't easy being cheesy. <laughs> no hop aroma. So. But you know what that's from? Smoking? Fratto. <laughs> I think Sample's drunk. What? No, I'm fine. I'm drinking so, Bud Light. Like I said, I think he's drunk. So as no, far it's not Coors Light. As far as appearance, uh, the variety of no, fruit, no, no, no. the variety of fruit generally <laughs> the variety of fruit generally determines the color. Although lighter colored fruit may have little effect on the color, the color intensity may fade with age. Clarity is often good, although some fruit will not drop bright. A thick, rocky, moose-like head, sometimes head a stand. shade of what? Headstand. Yes, that's the like that's the word they like to use yes. recently. Yeah, headstand, back right. dancing. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sometimes a shade of fruit is generally long-lasting, uh, <laughs> depending on the carbonation, and carbonation is typically high, but must be specified. Uh, for flavor, we're looking for something. Uh, let's see, specific with a specific fruit, and should be evident low to moderately sour flavor often with an acidic bite in the finish the classic barnyard characteristics may be low to high when young the beer will be present in uh the beer the will beer will be present the, the bear the, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> the beer will present its full fruity hey. taste <laughs> as it ages the lambic taste will become dominant as at the expense of the fruit character thus fruit lambics are not intended for long aging the finish is commonly dry and tart I almost said fart, but a low <laughs> complimentary sweetness may be present. Hold oh, was that a poop joke? <laughs> yeah. You, you had said that lambics are not meant for long aging. Exactly. So, but lambics, lambics, fruit lambics, but lambics in general are by definition blended, right? Okay. So, a, as it ages, the lambic taste will become dominant. At the expense of fruit character, so we're not going to have as much fruit character, but it's still uh, you. It won't be. It just won't be as dominant. I feel like you take a lambic, which is a long aged beer, right. and then add fruit at the end before bottling, so that the fruit flavor is very fresh. Oh, okay. I get, okay. So the fruit part is not aged, but yes. the lambic part because is yeah, aged. yeah right. he, he just read that the longer you age it, the fruit's going to drop out. Right. Okay. I, okay. That makes sense. But yes, you got the the whole barnyard, all that weird stuff right. from a lambic, which is long aged. Okay, fruit I got you. Last thing. I got you. All right, so it's very specific the way that they word it. Right. Okay. So higher sweetness levels are not traditional, 
but can be included for personal preference, and uh, sweetness levels must be specified. A mild vanilla and or oak flavor is occasionally noticeable. An uh, enteric, smoky, or cigar-like character is undesirable, again. Hot bitterness is generally absent, and acidity provides the balance. No hot flavor. Flavor with a V. Uh, <laughs> As opposed to... Right. The, the British spelling, flavor. Flavor. Well, he said with a V, not without the U. Right. So, <laughs> for mouthfeel... Yeah, wow. As far as mouthfeel... Yeah, big, yeah. <laughs> we're looking for something light to medium light body. And in spite of the low finish finishing gravity, the many mouth-filling flavors prevent the beer from tasting like water. It has a low to high tart, puckering quality without being sharply astringent. Some versions have a light warming ter- character. Carbonation can vary from sparkling to nearly still and must be specified. So this is going to be a low alcohol beer then. Yes, very. Well, compared to these generally other Generally speaking, yeah. we were looking at 2% uh, non-alcoholic and- and actually, it says our uh, ABV is actually it says from five point to seven point Oh, so JK. some oh. of the examples we might have may, it seems like maybe a little yeah. Low. Okay, so the one that you and I saw at Total Wine was like two point something, right? Two right. Per- So yeah. I, I, I guess that's just a really low, uh, super low version of it. By the way, I'm Fufu's here, so give me one second. <laughs> it's black. It's, uh, I don't know if it's black or not. Uh, it could be. But I don't think uh, it is. If we move on to our mouthfeel, we're looking for something light to medium light body. Uh, in spite of the low finishing gravity, the many mouth filling flavors prevent the beer from tasting like water. Mouth filling? Mouth filling fa- flavors, not favors. <laughs> uh, mouthfeel. It, it has, a, <laughs> has a low to high tart <laughs> and puckering quality without being sharply astringent. Some versions have a light warming character. Carbonation can vary from sparkling to nearly still and must be specified. And I think I already read this. <laughs> oh, man. So, as far as our comments, uh, do we read comments? Yes. Yeah, yeah okay. sure. Go for so, it. So, our fruit-based lambics are often produced like go- uh, goes by mixing one, two, and three-year-old lambic. So, young lambic contains fermentable sugars, while old lambic has a characteristic wild taste of the Sen River Valley. Uh, fruit is commonly added halfway through aging, and the yeast and bacteria will ferment all sugars from the fruit. Uh, fruit may also be added to unblended lambic. The most traditional styles of fruit lambics in- include uh, creek, uh, as in cherries, uh, framboise and raspberries, and I've muscat never heard of that one. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's a uh, druven lambic. Fruitling stark here. Yes. Bless you. Uh, IBUs are approximate, approximate since H hops are used. <laughs> Uh, Belgians use hop for hops for antibacterial properties more than bittering in lambics. Uh, am I doing history? The history no. No. All right. Okay. Uh, what about characteristic ingredients? No. Uh, sure. Yes. Okay. For our characteristic ingredients, we're looking for unmalted wheat, uh, thirty to forty percent Pilsner malt, and aged hops at uh, three years, mm. so three years old wow. are used. Yeah, so these are pretty old hops, uh, so which means they they probably aren't present at all. Um, see, the H hops are used more for preservative effects than bitterness. That's what we were talking yeah. about, mm-hmm. and it makes actual bitterness levels difficult to estimate. 
Uh, traditional products are you uh, traditional products use 10 to 30 percent fruit or uh, 25 percent if it's cherry and fruits traditionally in- use include used include tart cherries with pits so oh those are some big old cherries yeah uh, with the pits <laughs> and uh, raspberries or muscat grapes more recent examples include peaches apricots or merlot grapes a tart or acidic fruit is traditionally used as its purpose uh as its purpose Oh, okay, got it. Tart or acidic fruit is traditionally used as its purpose is not to sweeten the beer but to add new dimension. Traditionally, these beers are spontaneously fermented with naturally occurring yeast and bacteria in predominantly oaken oaken barrels. Barium? What? What? That's disgusting. Cyanide, what? The barrels are used... (laughs) The barrels used are old and have little oak character, so don't expect a fresh or forward oak character. More neutral is typical. Home-brewed and craft-brewed versions are more typically made with pure cultures of yeast, commonly including Saccharomyces, Brettanomyces, Saccharomyces, Pediococcus, Brettanomyces, Lactobacillus, in an attempt to recreate the effects of the dominant microbiota of Brussels and the surrounding countryside of the Seine Valley, Seine River Valley. Brettanomyces. Cultures taken from bottles are sometimes used, but there's no simple way of knowing what organisms are still viable. Uh, as far as the style comparison, a lambic with fruit uh, is not just a fruit beer. The wild lambic character must be evident. Uh, you say cultures taken from bottles? Yes. So, Travis, didn't you try to brew a beer? It was like a, a Duval or... No, not Duval. It was um, Chimay. Yeah, I tried to do. You tried to do a chamay with the, the yeast. Yeah, this was like way early on in my home brewing career. I tried to make a beer called Shemakin' Me Crazy, <laughs> and I bought just one bottle of each—the white, the red, and the blue—and then tried to salvage the yeast. And I brewed a, I brewed a beer with that, and then pitched in the dregs of all three of those bottles, and then I waited. For several days, nothing happened. Waited for a week, nothing happened. Waited 10 days, nothing happened. And I was about ready to go buy a new packet of yeast. And then one day I came back from a bar and just it was going crazy. Hmm. So I... And that beer turned out okay? No. <laughs> it, had, it, had, it had off flavors. Yeah. So if I were to do that again, which I'd like to... Um, it's an interesting experiment. Yes, yeah, you would need a, to combine it and then build it up and build yeah, it up. Yeah, with because, the starter, right? Something. Yeah, I completely shocked the yeast. It was like I poured in just a little bit of yeast. You know, it's like the the bottom of all three bottles into a full five gallon batch. Oh, well, yeah. of course they're gonna be like, oh my god, this is this is it's heaven. They this gorge is a wonderland. Themselves. So yeah, they're going like, and then all these off flavors <laughs> and just crazy hold, stuff. Hold on, they're they're gonna be like what? That is a big cock. My, my cock. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know, it'd be cool to get some uh, yeast from Coors Light. Why? It's filtered, bra, down to the micron. <laughs> we don't. Down we we still don't micron. know how big a micron is. Uh, it's a measurable. That's why it's a micron. Ra. I okay. So <laughs> I, th- I think it would be a really interesting experiment to take some you know, yeast dregs or whatever from the bottom of a Lambic bottle and use that to to try to make a Lambic. I guess that's really the only true way to do it, right? Because it, it's always blended with 
an older version of itself. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, it says sometimes used, but not. Uh, but there's no simple way of knowing uh, what organisms you're getting. So it's probably uh, that, brewed in a vat. Right. So <laughs> over the old vat. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so uh, our our OG is from 1.04 to 1.06. IBUs from zero to ten, FG or and and even then it's not really your uh, IBUs is it's for uh, hop right bitterness bitterness yes. yeah international so, bittering at eighty five IPUs so for this the, is IPU does it IP IPUs so our IBUs are from zero to ten and even then they're not that you can't really measure international them international bittering unit so our uh, FG, our fang- final gangster, Corn Sawyer, yeah. is from 1 to 1.01. Our SRM is from Serm. Or Serm is from 3 to 7, and it varies <laughs> It varies with the fruit. So uh, Variable by base style. Our Serm. AVB. <laughs> our AVB, right? Yeah. yeah. AVB. There you go. It ranges from 5 to 7%, which we found was a little different at the store with the ones we were looking at. But... Um, I guess the official ones. Yeah, we'll see. Five to seven percent. Cool. Yeah. Well, thanks, Eddie. Yeah. Travis. Yeah. So I wanted I wanted to build on what he said. Basically, what we're drinking today is a lambic, which has had fruit added to it, and we haven't featured lambic on our podcast before because honestly, they are very hard to come by in our region. I think in our <laughs> other than Lindemann. Yeah, you. Yeah, there's a ton of that. <laughs> well, I mean, you get a lot of Lindemann fruit beers, but um, well, they're all e- labeled as a lambic. Well, they are fruit lambics. Yeah. Even in our class, um, with with James, we had one lambic ever. One and it was, unfruited lambic. It was one lambic. Period. And that was because a guy went over to Europe and brought it back. Do you remember this? Yes. Yeah. It was, uh, and it's because they just don't release them. Many times uh, the brewers will make a lambic and they'll create it, they'll blend it, and then it'll become something else later on the line, but they don't ever release just the stock pure version of it. So, I mean, we don't, we don't get many of them here. Uh, even in the commercial guidelines for lambic, the only bottled version readily available is the Cantillon Grand Cru Brosilla of whatever single batch vintage the brewer deems worthy to bottle. And that's it. And, and we don't get that. So, um, I guess it's important to read what a lambic is and then know that fruit should be added with that, which I, I would consider to be a harmonious marriage of oh, okay. the fruit and the lambic qualities. That's why we had things like horse blanket and all that stuff. Mm. <laughs> so, this is not a fruit ale. This is a fruit lambic. Right. Um, but the lambic based style, overall impression, a fairly sour, often moderately funky wild Belgian wheat beer with sourness taking the place of hot bitterness in the balance. Traditionally spontaneously fermented in the Brussels area and served uncarbonated. The refreshing acidity makes for a very pleasant cafe drink. So that is the base style to which we are adding fruit to and we should get a little bit of both of those things in all the beers we have today. Now, where does this come from? Well, the history, uh, like I mentioned, it's spontaneously fermented wild ales from the area in and around Brussels, which is the uh, Seine Valley. Stem from a farmhouse brewing and blending tradition several centuries old, the number of producers is constantly dwindling 
and some are untraditionally sweetening their products post-fermentation with a sugar or post-fermentation with a sugar or sweet fruit to make them more palatable to a wider audience. Fruit was traditionally added to lambic or goose, either by the blender or the publician. Yes. To increase the variety of beers available <laughs> in local cafes. I think I remember somebody talking about this. Um, it might have been James when he's talking about the history that whenever lambics were first exported to the United States, people are trying them and thinking, this is awful. It's like spoiled beer. It's, it's not good. Because at that time, our consumer base was not educated on what the beer should be and what it was supposed to be. So is this the original <laughs> sour? Yes, this was uh, the yeah. OS. Yeah. The OG this of sour it. beers. The original gangster. Um, and I know that Can- uh, Cantillon made one of the early ones that was exported over. It's not Cantillon? No. Okay. Cantillon. <laughs> Home of the something store. So what? Hmm? Uh, we have several <laughs> examples of fruit lambic tonight, which yeah. should be a harmonious marriage of the harmonious? lambic qualities. <laughs> harmonious, which would be like the harmonious, the, harmonious. the the barnyard qualities and things like that, mixed with whatever fruit is added. Well, let's get fruity. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a 90s tagline for a <laughs> cartoon. Juicy fruit. Let's get fruity. Well, one of the largest producers of uh, Lambics is the uh, Browery Lindemans out of Vliesenbeek, Belgium. And we have four examples from them tonight because they are very widely distributed. And so um, that's one of the things we can get as far as fruit Lambic. We also have a few other things as well. But um, we're going to start with that because it is so widely distributed. So I mean, many of you who are listening... You may have seen this before. Honestly, I bought this at Kroger. Oh, wow. Was it Kroger Marketplace? Have you ever been to Kroger Marketplace? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just at Kroger. Buying groceries, and then there it is. And actually, you know, when you and I first started getting into the whole craft beer scene, we went to the Ginger Main in Fort Worth a lot, Mm -hmm. and they seem to always have this one on tap. Hmm. Yes. Always. Like a dedicated tap to either cider or frambois or something. I've seen this one year round. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's this is the most common fruit lambic I've ever seen. It's yep. like the Bud Light of fruit lambics. There you go. So on the <laughs> bottle it says a uh, Lindemann's Frambois, and that's how it's not pronounced Framboise, it's Frambois. Oh. Is a lambic made from local barley, unmalted wheat, raspberry juice, aged hops, and wild airborne yeast. The brewers add no yeast. Interesting. So this is completely just spontaneously fermented. Rich raspberry balances wild yeast complexity. True lambics are brewed only in Belgium's Seine, I think it's pronounced Seine River Valley, neighboring Brussels. So, more than likely, since it's all spontaneously fermented, that they will brew a batch, it ferments, and then they blend it, and they blend it, and they blend yeah. it right. until it becomes palatable, and it's... And, what it should be and what they want it to be because yeah like we said they're probably one of the the widest distributed frambois yes. or lambics that that i've ever seen and so they need that consistency yeah. 
So I'm, I'm pretty sure they've got their process down. Oh, All yeah. right. Well, and uh, when you say frambois, that means it's a lambic aged on raspberry. Yes. So this is a raspberry lambic. All right. Well, uh, it's not see-through. Um, no, it's murky. Yeah, it was re- it's ruby oh, red. Murky. Mine's like blood red. Maybe I just have like a well. You're holding a glass. Look that. <gasps> oh my gosh, it's pink. To, mine has well, a the head Texas is yes, it. Courtney. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's yeah. it's red. It has a pink head, and the the head is pink. <clears throat> you can definitely smell the fruit. I really like for this. sure. Really the, the aroma is tart and raspberry. Mm. Of course, raspberry is tart anyway. But it actually gave me chills like the just smelling it just i tasted it oh but uh jumping ahead i tasted it too i get excited uh courtney would love this i'm randy had this in florida for the first time likes it over the summer and she loved it we got back and i blew up the bottle in the freezer however she can't drink it anymore (laughs) sad face tear all she can do is sniff it it. are we at the sniffing (laughs) there's an old drop we haven't played in a while Come I on, have Travis. a major announcement. Oh, she's supposed to say that. I have a major announcement. <laughs> we already know that. Though. We've mentioned it. Uh oh. Uh-oh. Are you pregnant? No, I'm, I'm not pregnant. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> 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 oh, anyway, are we at the stiffen part or tasting? Oh, I forgot about that one. I generally don't stiff my beer. Uh, that's uh, in the J's. Jeez. Are we okay. not at the tasting part yet? Are we just sniffing? <laughs> <laughs> I taste raspberry. Like that's it. That's Agreed. all I get. Agreed. Yep. I know. The first taste. It's fantastic. Um, you really get eyes. that. No, you really get that tingly feel, like on your jaw. You know, it's kind of. It coats the tongue like candy. It's yeah. almost like slimy. A lot. Do you remember yeah. when we drank uh, four logos? Yeah. <sighs> It's like that. Did you have four of them? No. I just had one. Four loco. You're funny. Magnum. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, who said that? Magnum. That's, That's Courtney. There you go. Yeah. Uh, uh, Attaboy, Sawyer. <laughs> all right, I taste all right, all right. I just get sourness and raspberries. This, this is super sweet. And, yeah. re- and this is, I actually couldn't find this. I would give you know, this a three. Yeah, I, it's it's too syrupy almost on the tongue. It's real slick and slimy. The flavor's great. Oh, I just, it's awesome. This <laughs> tastes like Kool-Aid, like like overly flavored Kool-Aid. Overly soured and overly sugared yeah. Kool-Aid. Okay, try or, to look past the fruit and the sweetness. Do you get anything from like the base Lambic style? Being what specifically? Like horse blanket... Barnyard. Nope. No. No. Not nope. at all. Nope. Nope. See, wild I, uh, flavors, sour, anything like that. Well, I mean, get, yeah. I get a tartness. I don't know yeah. if it's from the lambic or from the raspberry. Well, okay. When we drink saisons, saisons are a uh, farmhouse, right? Yes. Yeah. And I, I'm not. Well, okay. Well, there's a difference between a farmhouse ale and farmhouse flavors and aroma. Horse blanket, <laughs> hay. It wouldn't get those the, two things are different. Not necess- no farmhouse is a style. Okay, just but, but we're talking the, we're the talking weather, farmhouse right? the temperature changes. And the well, or are we talking? Well, they come from the same region. Yeah, but the farmhouse ale is is like the common people's beer, kind of like right. the Kentucky Common, right? Because of the that's, way it's aged. I mean, uh, the way it's fermented. Right. Well, not that's not the way. Okay, 
Yes, it's it's fermented out in not temperature controlled. Right. That that that's not why it's a farmhouse ale. Okay. It's a farmhouse ale because the farm hands were paid with it. Got it. It's the common okay. man's beer. Right. Okay. So that being separate from the farmhouse flavors and aromas you get, like hay, horse blanket, that those are two different things. Mm, okay. Yeah. So like the stock lambic aromas would be. Uh, described as barnyard, earthy, goaty, hay, horsey, horse blanket. Hay is for horses. So something my wife would like, probably. Yeah. <laughs> it even says a cheesy aroma. Oh, is unfavorable. Sorry. So yeah. we don't want that. Yeah, we said it ain't cheesy easy and being cheesy. What was it? Uh, vinegar? No, cheesy and something else. Vinegar. <laughs> yes. Yeah, right. Unacceptable. You could just right. put the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable. Duchesse de Bourgogne. Hamasadali. Cheesy. Duches de Bourgogne. She says douches. <laughs> <laughs> she does. The cheese of Bologna. Do not check the explicit box. That was bad a week word. ago. Douche is not a bad word. Stop living in the in the past. But All we right. are gonna curse because explicit box we did not click. So says the guy that has the Dropbox from all the past. What? You're living in the past. Everything that's in that in that drop. It's okay. Program is from the past. <laughs> really? It's all from the future? You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that too. Okay, right. so uh, Thank you poundability? Three, dude. I, yeah, three. I can pound this. Three. I, no, two. Three. It's great. I love it. Very sweet. Not going to be able to pound it. Very sweet. Really, uh, really uh, big-bodied. Yeah. It's just a Especially lot. in the 750 bottle. It's There's really no thick. way you'd be able to drink all that by yourself without yeah. puking. And yeah. not because of the alcohol. It's just so sweet. Thick. I understand why it's so widely distributed, and it was also not included on the commercial guidelines. Because this does not have any characteristics of a Lambic. No. At all. It's it a is, fruit beer. It is very much a, if you don't like beer, but you like like wine coolers or fruity stuff, then you can buy this and you can love it. Because, yeah, it is all like raspberry syrup and... Straight up sweet tartness, but it has no lambic undertone at all. As far as the BJCP goes, if you were to enter this as fruit beer and lambic, it would do much better in the fruit beer category. Hands down. Hands down. Because following the guidelines, it doesn't match any of the lambic base, uh, base style guidelines. No. Okay. No, no. no. So, yeah, I'd probably put it at three, too. It's just, it's, it's sweet. Yeah. Ooh. Cool. What's next? Yeah, what's our next Lindemans we're going to drink? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? I just got a potato chip. So speaking of potato chips, <clears throat> we're actually going to move on to this palm lambic, which has nothing to do with potato chips. Palm. But palm. it's a uh, Belgian mm. apple beer. Uh, a malt beverage with natural flavors and natural sweeteners. Uh, also by Lindemans. And it's in a what color bottle, Sawyer? And yeah, it is green. And has L. Uh, it's more like L-B, a B B L Browerage Lindemans. Anyway, uh, Lindemans Palm is a lambic made from local barley, unmalted wheat, apple juice, aged hops, and wild airborne yeast. The brewers as the brewers add no yeast. Crisp aromatic apple balances white white wild yeast. Uh, complexity. True lambics are all, brewed only in Belgium's Seine River Valley, neighboring Brussels. Nice try, Eddie. Uh, 
Thank you. Uh, this is one pint. Uh, where is it? it? Doesn't say a- ABV, but it's probably it's something two really point low. something. Yeah, I think I just saw it in Untapped. Okay, well, it's not on the bottle. Sorry, three point five. Okay, well, we're gonna go with that. Three point uh, five. But it is a nice yellow color, gold color. It's yellow. It's yellow. It's pretty yeah. dang clear too. Yeah, super I'd say clear. maybe slightly hazy. Looks like apple juice. Yeah, my favorite color is clear. Yeah, so we're talking about like an orange <laughs> color rather than the uh, the ruby pink, pink of the uh, frambois, the one we just had. Yeah, it smells good. It does it smells like apple? It smells like a yeah apple, apple juice or a cider. Yeah, yeah cider. I go with it. Cider. Certainly tastes like cider. Does it? Yeah, I get a lot of sweet aromas. Like sugary sweet in the nose. Oh yeah, it is. It is sweet. So when they say they, you, they ha, it has natural sweeteners, does that mean like Splenda? Uh, isn't Splenda <laughs> fake? Not, not really natural. Yeah. It has no calories. Probably it's like like, like fruit sweetener. Sweet and low. <laughs> That's not natural either. It's not. No. Um, but it's in a pink package. It, this this tastes like a unspiced cider. Okay, you know what? this actually tastes a lot like your cider that you made yeah well like that's i was saying like the unspiced Mm -hmm. version yeah the spiced version had like a lot of cinnamon and you know whatever in it yeah is palm apple or pear apple apple i get horse blank pesh is the pear pesh is the bear okay and we don't have that one we don't have that one palm is the apple i get the the horse blanket what you do yeah like it's it's the whole you know sniff it while you're drinking it thing Uh, I don't get horse blanket. All right, I see what you I mean. guess I'm around different horses than you are. <laughs> well, no. There's something a little dirty about it. Uh, maybe a little. I might go with earthy, but not horse blanket. Uh, see, I wouldn't go with earthy. Earthy makes me think dirt. This isn't dirty. You just it's said just, dirty. Yeah, but dirty and like, uh, like, <clears throat> like filthy. oils and filthy. Yeah, kind of mm. way. Um, like, yeah. Uh, like stale. Horse born, you know. mm. it's not bad. Uh, it's got these. Uh, it's got a good, nice uh, kind of apple tart flavor from it. Yeah, um, yeah, it's good. But the, the I don't know. It's a combination of the alcohol or, or like just fermented apple that gives it this weird. Um, I guess it's the cider taste. I don't know how to explain it, but it's it's not my favorite. It's a hype. I think it's pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah. The the fruit character is definitely present. Yeah. I'm not sure if I'm getting a whole lot of the lambic side. So just like with the frambois, if it were entered as a fruit beer, I think it would do much better than if it was entered as a fruit lambic. I'm not getting the harmonious marriage of the two. You know, one interesting point that I noticed, uh, both of these have been in green bottles which you'd expect to be skunked. However, well, not hopped. Well, one yeah, one characteristic ingredient of a lambic is use aged hops. Yeah. So I mean, you're not going to have fresh hops, not going to have green hops, it's just ones that have kind of sat around, right. have lost all their uh, aroma and the lupulin intensity. <clears throat> so the only reason you add hops is just for the preservative effect. Mm-hmm. Not really for any bitterness, not for any flavor, aroma. And so I think because of that, it really cuts down on the uh, the ability to 
uh, for a beer to become light struck. So they don't really have any problem with having it in a green bottle. Yeah. Because I have not picked up any skunk at all in either of these. Well, the the whole light struck thing is a combination, the chemical reaction between UV rays, the hop oils, the lupulin, Mm -hmm. and alcohol. So you can't have a light struck pre-fermented beer. Pre. It all happens post-fermentation. It's yes. hop oil, alcohol, and UV light. So the hop oil, like you said, in this is pretty minimal. So that would make sense. Mm-hmm. Or if you had like a, a non-alcoholic beer in a green bottle, probably not going to get a whole lot of light struck. Yeah. That's why you can you can homebrew a beer out in the sunlight, and it's not going to be light struck by just brewing it out there. Right. It's you know through the process of fermentation, then that uh, creates a chemical compound, and then uh, with with the hop, and then the light UV rays creates another uh, chemical compound with those off flavors. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. w- with those hop compounds, and so that's what causes the uh, right the skunk aromas to come out. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense. I. Don't get a whole lot of skunk here, which is strange because we did, or at least I did, get some skunk out of, um, <clears throat> yeah, that, uh, whatever, um, Flanders Red we had last week, I got oh, some the, skunk uh, out of that. The Duchess? <laughs> <laughs> the Duchess of Burgundy? The cheese. We did not check the explicit box. <clears throat> but I don't get it in here, so. No. Has okay. it, it's got to have something to do with the hop character or the the lack of alcohol because it's only three point five. I have Holland ability yeah. rating. <laughs> go 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 go. Eight three. Really? No, not three. Wait, really? For who? Eight, eight. or three? Eight. Eight. eight? eight? It's, yes. It's I, sweet. It is. It's I, not as syrupy as a frame blob, but it's still pretty gonna, dang. Gonna, it's gonna, like eating or drinking apple juice. I'm gonna say seven. Six. I'm gonna go pretty with sure five. I said apple juice. I'll listen back. Yeah. To <laughs> Yeah, there, there's something that something about that uh, flavor uh, that just doesn't vibe with me. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with like five. Yeah, so cool. What's next? It's black berries. Boo. So anyway, <laughs> where's the bottle? Well, right here. The bottle. The bottle. <laughs> you no, did say bottle. Where's the bottle? <laughs> The bottle. But, 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 That'll be a drop bottle. for next week. Thank oh, you. Jesus. Bottle? Yeah. All right. So this is uh, yet another one from Lindemann's. This is the Cassis Lambic mm-hmm. Belgian Black Curant beer. Current. Current. I like current. Mm-hmm. Malt beverage with elderberry extract, natural flavor, and natural sweetener. There you go. All right. Well, uh, it's purple. And uh, yeah. Sorry. It's got like a. Pink. Oh my gosh, it's pink! Yeah. Oh. Well, it does have a pink head to it. It's slightly pink. It does, just like the other ones did. Pink hue. Or not the apple one. Actually, or mine's really pump. dark. Yeah, mine's kind of murky. I think there was some stuff at the bottom. I, I, I don't think I got bottom. anything from the bottom. I think all of these have something, some kind of sediment in them. Mm. This is good. I can't tell Ooh. if it's bubbles. I like this one. Do definitely smell some sweet fruits. Um. Yeah, that that's really good. It's very grape ish to me. This I know is, it's this is probably my favorite one. Yeah. Mm. I would I agree. Had. And you get that nice little tart, you know, feeling to your jawbone when you take a drink and actually you know what it reminds me of? 
cranberry sauce. I could see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I could yeah, see it that. Does. It tastes just like the out of the can cranberry yeah. sauce. <laughs> I don't know that mine's ever done that. I've only ever had it at school. <laughs> you know what we should do sometime is we should every everything that we bring up. It's like oh, this tastes like this or this tastes like that. Take all those things in one episode and use all those different ingredients in one beer. Oh God. <laughs> Let me know how that works out for you. I'm just saying. You said we. Yeah, I said we. Let me know how that works out for you. (laughs) You're no fun. We'll do it together, Sawyer. I had to Google Curant because I have no idea what it is. It is a small dried fruit made from a seedless variety of grape originally grown in the eastern Mediterranean region, now produced in California. So if there's no seed, then how do they keep reproducing it? I don't know. So, yes, this is more of a grape than a blackberry, but it's like a kind of grape. I don't know. It smells nice. You know, I heard that same kind of conversation in the car on the way over here, Eddie. Uh, They were talking about seedless watermelon. How do they do it? (laughs) It's genetically modified. Exactly. It's got a little tingle. (laughs) What are they they planting in the ground? (laughs) Pills. (laughs) Yeah. This is good. I like this one a lot. Yeah. I, I would definitely buy a whole bottle of that. A little bit of a tartness to it. Mm-hmm. Actually, you know, the apple one was pretty good, too. Oh, yeah. This reminds me a lot of um, cider. Yeah. Yeah, th- this one's just a little more tart than the rest of them, I think. And not as candy-ish. Because the apple one was really green apple. It had a, a, a nice pucker to it as well. But mm-hmm. this this one was just... Nice and smooth. Yeah. There's something right on the finish. It doesn't stay around for too long. It's like a bitterness. Mm. Some kind of yeah. weird, like grape skin. But yeah, like tannin. Yeah, but then it disappears really quickly. But it's mm-hmm. just there long enough for it, you to be like, whoa, what was that? It's kind of the same taste that you get at the end of like applesauce. <laughs> what? I'm going to stick with my cranberry sauce. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't get in applesauce right. as much as I would in cranberry sauce. Cranberry sauce, yeah. Mm. Hey, yeah, just tell us in a couple of days what you think after Thanksgiving dinner. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right, we're gonna move these pretty quickly. Yeah, My talent ability writing. <laughs> it's gone. Ten. Uh, I'm gonna go with like six, just because of the tartness level on it. I'm gonna go seven for the same reason. Yeah, five tartness like maybe a touch acidic mm. you get a little bit of a tingle hmm. it's tasty though i yeah enjoy it it's a very yeah. nice well i think our our last three examples are all creeks what they are yeah like, where, what creek are we going creek. to cherry creek is it pronounced crick don't step don't on know. a creek or you'll break creek? your mother's creek. back that, never mind that's not how it goes moving on <clears throat> And our next one is also a Lindemans, and it's actually the the Creek, as uh, Chris mentioned before. Creek, Creek, Creek. Uh, it's a Creek Lambic, a Belgian cherry beer, and mm. it's in a green bottle, just like the rest of them. Oh, those are some big old cherries. The, well, <laughs> the, the one, they've got six of Character. them. Character. Huh? Sorry. Okay. Correct. <laughs> Correct. He's adding new. <laughs> as he giggles um, <laughs> this, this one's got a nice uh, red uh, foil cover to it uh, and this is going to be skunked right because it's green 
Uh, no, there's no hops. Well, I don't know. Are there no hops or just this a friggin' smunked as nope. hell? They're old, aged hops. Smunked? Yeah, that was <laughs> all you, said. my friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, aged hops and wild airborne yeast. So, Well, this one is uh, pink. It is pink. It's a lot pinker than the last one. Yeah. <gasps> oh my gosh, it's pink! <laughs> Thank you, Courtney. <laughs> You know, with yeah. the uh, with the wild yeast, I haven't really gotten too many kind of wild notes. Yeah, yeah. me neither. Um, it's actually kind of refreshing in the aroma, except on the end of the last one, the the cassis, cassic. Mm. Whenever I I swallowed it, and then my glass was empty, the glass kind of smelled a little bit like uh, like cat box. So I did get a little bit of wildness in that, but that was the only time. <clears throat> Have y'all tasted it yet? Yes. Ooh, nice aroma. I know exactly what it tastes like. I do too, and I I would like to see if I can nail this one on the head, if you don't mind. Go for it. It tastes like a cherry bomb from the ice cream guy, the ice cream man coming down the street, you know? You ever had one of those cherry bombs? No, I can't say that I have. Oh, man. No, I haven't had one. The the, the very end of it tastes exactly like that. This actually tastes a lot like the cherry airhead to me. Mm, I think that the cherry character I'm getting is kind of, and I'm not saying this this is what it is, mm-hmm. but it's kind of like the cherry flavor of cough syrup, like a fake cherry. Yeah, that, that's, what I'm, that's what I mean by yeah. the, the airhead one. I, the, it's like, like cough fake, syrup yeah. flavored cherry. It, no, the beer doesn't taste like cough syrup, but no, 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 no. the cherry flavor is kind of that cough syrup-esque. It's the artificial one. Yeah. Yeah, it's like Kool-Aid cherry mm-hmm. flavor. Okay. Red drink. <laughs> not, not purple drink? No. Yeah, uh, the aroma, it also smells like the, the Airhead cherry-flavored one candy to me. Uh, this reminds me of the uh, of a red Icy. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm... With a little tartness thrown in. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think that kind of expresses how artificial it, we, mm-hmm. we smell yeah. this. Uh, well, I mean, when you eat a real cherry, it, it tastes different than cherry flavor. Right, right. Yeah, and I never, I hadn't had real cherries, like a fresh cherry, like with the pit. Yeah, uh, until about a year ago, I'd never had one. What's the oh, one without so. the pit? The maraschino cherries, or is that the one with the pit? Mm-hmm. I, I think know. that's the one without the pit. Eddie, the real tiny ones. I have two pits. <laughs> that was that was about the time you had biscuits Zow. for the first time. It is, man. <laughs> this this podcast is changing my life. <laughs> you changed my life, man. <laughs> No, I think the the real small cherries are the maraschino ones. They don't have the pits, and then you got like the big dark red ones. Mm-hmm. I think those, oh, those are, are some big cherries. Some big old cherries <laughs> actually fit there. Um, there is a flavor difference between the two, big time. Mm-hmm. I think the big darker ones are sweeter, mm-hmm. and this is more like the small. Okay, the small uh, well, pitless I have, cherries. I haven't had the pitless ones, so I don't. I'm not sure what you're talking about. The flavor is getting better as I'm getting used to it. The very first sip I took, I got something that I was not happy with. No? Like something weird? Yeah. Maybe it was your comment in the break about <laughs> about naughty things, but that must have been on my mind. But now... It tastes like butt cherries. Uh, <laughs> They're number two hole. <laughs> I was just kidding, though, when I said that. It's weird how you put stuff in people's Just kind of turn it off yeah. a little yeah. bit, though. Sorry. <laughs> Gosh, Eddie, come Why on, Why can't man. you turn it on for him? Have you yeah. learned nothing? 
Because I, I don't want the Lindemann people to think that that's what we actually No, think. no, no. <laughs> that's why I didn't say it on the You have a very nice recording. beer company. Thank you. Yes. Actually, I, I like all of these. Yeah, me too. Um, if I were to have to... Now, the, the Frambois is the one that you know everybody has had first because mm-hmm. that's the one that you can actually get pretty regularly on tap in different places. And the raspberry tartness totally adds to the Lambic. But if I had to pick a favorite one, it would be either the green apple one because I love green apple, mm-hmm. and that also accentuates the tartness or the, the currant. Oh. I'd say the cherry is probably my least favorite for sure. I think I agree with you there. Apple's my top and cherry's my bottom. Which one's on top? Bottom. I didn't hear you because he was sneezing. Bottom. Bottom. Sorry. Apple's on top? Yeah. Cherry's on bottom? Bottom. Bottom. <laughs> yeah, I, my favorite would be the Cassis, I think. Uh, okay. Probably followed by the green apple, frambois, and, and the cherry. But I like the cherry a lot. I like all of these a lot. They're all yeah. really good. These are all really good, and you can get them all from the same company. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Go nuts. Who are the nuts? <laughs> Anyway, so poundability. I'm poundability right. Ten. Uh, this one's have to go down for me. I'm gonna say five. It's just a little more rich than the last one for me. This will go up for me to a seven, because it lacks the tartness that the. Uh, it's a seven. That the Cassis did. Yeah, I I agree with you there, Travis. It does lack yeah. the tartness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not quite as acidic. Okay. Good. Well, Lindemans is not the only beer that we had for this episode. We did actually have. Two other fruit lambics. They're both creeks. Crick. Um, the next one is. Don't fall in. St. <laughs> Louis. That's just a No. That's just a bougainia. The next one is by St. Louis. Um, no. What? Yeah, Sorry, this is a weird a one. Deep it's, Ellum IPA. No, it, it's a, by Browery von. Hansebrook. I can't read it. It's really tiny print. Reinheitsgebot. Yeah. 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 <laughs> anyway, so it's uh, Brewery von Hansgebrook, uh, St. Louis, Fond Tradition Creek Lambic. So I had never Brow heard of this, this company before, but um, I Calm wanted to down. do something different than Lindemann's. Commandary. Hey, Beret. Brown beret, Brower, Browery, and then the one we have after this is, well, hopefully going to be fantastic because it's special. But fantastic! It's going to be huge. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, so I don't pour too much. So this one's really, really dark. Still got kind of a that that pinkish, dark purple hue, but it's a lot darker than the. Uh, the Lindemann's Creek. The head is still a little pinkish, but it's a really, really light pink. Yeah. It's almost white. So it's like the opposite for both. <laughs> Darker beer, lighter head. Yeah. Interesting aroma. Yeah, this one's got a little, uh, not vinegar, but something. Well, I'm picking up a lot more of the wild fermentation in the aroma. That's yeah. probably what it is, yeah. For sure. It's, it's a little wild for me. <laughs> I mean, which is what is supposed to be there. If you remember, it's supposed to be a... I want to say barbecue. A sauce. harmonious marriage. Yeah. A lot. I like what? Barbecue sauce. Oh, I thought like, you said Barbie. I was like, like gone like wild. Barbie dolls. Interesting. Eddie, do you collect Barbies now? Uh, only the nice ones. Okay. <laughs> yes. Ooh. That's a weird aroma. That's different. Ah. Uh, 
Oh. Made my nose tingle. <clears throat> that is. It's different. That body, the 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 body of it's really Whoa. different. Yeah, it's it's a little it's a little heavier. Carbonation levels a lot lower. Do you the, think it's heavier? I think this is lighter. I think it's thinner. Really? Yeah. Yeah. In a weird way, though. Not in the usual way. No. It, yeah. It's it's a weird way. It's almost. I don't know. Well. Ooh, I got a weird aftertaste too. Yeah. I think the Lindemans were all extremely carbonated, and this one is not so much. Yeah. That's what it is. <clears throat> Yeah, this this is not going to do it for me. This uh, is more like more of the the skin flavor. Yeah, mm-hmm. not as much as a. Like, I bet, which yeah. means I bet they used real cherries. <laughs> uh, maybe, yeah. Does it say anything on the on the bottle, uh, Travis? No. No, no, no. Traditionally brewed, but um, I'm getting I'm getting more of like the wood oak flavor in this. Wood oak. Mm-hmm. Yeah, rather than. The uh, over the top fruit, which on the uh, liniments was definitely what I got. Mm. So this one might be more authentic, and liniments is more okay. kind of commercial. targeted towards yeah, just a, a wider commercial audience. Yeah, and this one's a little drier too, probably for the same reason. It's more more actual skin from the cherries, but it it's fine. But for someone who hasn't had this kind of this style before, I would probably start with the Lindemans and then yeah, show them this. If you pick this one up expecting the over-the-top fruit mm. like the Lindemans, then it's it, that's you'll, not you'll what be you're going to get. Yeah. No, sir. Hmm. Bob. But I still think it's Three. pretty good. Bob. There you go. Yeah. Thank you. I do get a little bit of a little bit of the sourness um, in the aroma, similar to last week's episode with all the uh, Flanders Red, but it doesn't necessarily come through in the taste. This has a weird feeling on my tongue. I don't know it's what just, it is. I, I think, I it's think that everything it's just overly funky yeah. compared to the others. It's just funky, not in a bad way. No, funky monkey. No, no, no. It's, it's just you know the the wild fermentation character is a lot more upfront for sure. Yeah. Well, I'm, let's get fruity. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, we got how many left? One, one, two, mm. two, one, one. My poundability in this one's going to be a lot lower. Me too. Yeah. I'm probably going to put it at, well, it's thinner body, so I'll say four. I'm going to say three. I'm going to go with three also. The the flavor is just a little odd for me. Nine. Now, this is something that I I would sip on. The other ones are are just smoother and more poundable. Yeah. What's ABV on this one? Six point five, I think. Yeah, and six all and the a half. Oh, this one, all the the uh, Lindemans were in the threes. Yeah, I can kind of get a little more alcohol out of this too. Yeah, uh, hmm. it's definitely different. Yeah, but I like it. Yeah, I, this is why I wanted to pick up these other two is because they're not the the Lindemans. Right. I wanted to see what a, a I don't want to say real because I know Lindemans are real, but yeah, another one. They're they're much what, more on the style. commercial. You know, let's let's sell to the mass market kind yeah. of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad that you did because it, it it's a neat comparison to see this, and I don't think we've had anything from this brewery before. No, I don't know. Hans Hansabruck, something like that. Brewery von Hansbruck. I don't know. Yeah, looks good. Let's. Uh, I'm, I'm ready to try that last yeah. one. Yeah, let's pour yeah, it. We got one more. All right. Well, last up is. Ashes de Bourgogne. <laughs> Timmermans, oh. Ode Creek. 
Lambicus. Is that like Ode to Creek or is it? O-U-D-E. Oh. Ode. So Ode. not like Ode, Ode. Like to Ode joy. Creek. Odor. Mm-hmm. Ode to Creek. Mm-hmm. How your water mm-hmm. calms me um, on an angry day. The label claims the world's oldest Lambic brewery. Oh. And it also says limited edition. Whoa. And you paid for that too. Um, 5.5%. It says ale with cherries added. And produced on April 24th, 2013. Whoa. Okay. Huh. So it's a little aged. Well, you did uh, say it was old. The world's oldest old Lambic Brewery. Old Creek. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yes, this was an expensive bottle. Ah. Um, this <sighs> is like a nice light ruby color. Yeah. White head. Mine is pretty clear. Mine is clear too. Mine's very clear. Mine is not. Oh, because oh. I got the bottom. Mwop, mwop, yeah. Mwop, right. yeah. <laughs> Definitely smell the fruit. Um, I do get a little bit of funkiness, but not nearly as much as the St. Louis. I think I get, <clears throat> excuse me, more funkiness out of this one than the St. Louis. Really? Yeah, it smells like cheese, but in a good way. Uh, well, you know, like cheese funk. Do cheesy smell wine? Does it smell different? Do cheesy de Bourgogne? Yours actually smells more fruity. Yeah, that's that's what I was saying. He's wine. getting fruity over there. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's a there's a big difference. Yeah. Like you like yours better? The flavor is completely different too. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. Well, it's so, got some sourness. <laughs> maybe uh, mm-hmm. either pour this one extremely careful or uh, or upend it before you open it to kind of even it out. You think the the glass with the yeast is better? Uh, it's or smoother. Yeast and sediment, and fruit and stuff. Yeah. Uh, I saw some pretty big chunks. I'm assuming probably pieces of cherry. Oh I, yeah, that would make I don't sense. know. Um, so the bottom is definitely here. I'll pass this around so y'all can. I have floaties. Comparison. <laughs> no, I do not have floaties. That that would be uh, Chris over there. Uh, but it is definitely different. I think the bottom part of the bottle with the oh yeah, much the, smoother. The murkiness is a lot smoother. It's a little sweeter. It's not nearly as tart or pungent. Yeah, because I'm definitely getting the sourness, and it's a fairly intense sourness. Yeah, Whoa. Travis, you got the first pour right. Yes. Let me. Now I'm not sure which one I like better. Well, yeah, because you really liked all the sour, especially. Uh, I mean, the really intense ones like the the Jacobins. Yeah, I think I'm gonna stick with the one without floaties. I think that's a little bit more smooth to me. I think the one without floaties, like the, the first pours, is a little more tart than yeah. yours is. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're Ooh. both good. Yeah. I wonder what difference it would have made if we'd make, uh, <clears throat> upended it. I don't know. Hmm. It probably would have smoothed out the entire thing a little bit, but not nearly that much. Right. So it'll probably, I would imagine a, a nice middle ground between the two. Hmm. So it's, it's good, though. I like this yeah. one a lot. Yeah, that beer serves as a good bridge between last week's episode and this one. Yeah. Between all the yeah. sours and then all the, the fruit mm-hmm. lambics. Yeah, because these are still a little tart, and, mm-hmm. but these are wow. at a comfortable level of tart. Well, I like this. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, well worth the 20 bucks for that bottle. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> gosh. Yeah. yeah. $2 good. are on my pants. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I don't I don't know where that is. Timmermans by the name of Oh well, I don't know. I'm gonna stop talking now. Product cool. of Belgium. That's all it says. <laughs> imported through imported through college <laughs> station. Bless you. Oh, it's one of those Aggie beers. Okay. <laughs> well five palindability writing. <laughs> Four. Four. Three. <laughs> Coming that's, from the guy that says ten for everything, that's a big deal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it went down a couple of points. Yeah, because that, that, that's a long way. Tartness, the tartness was a little strong in this one, mm-hmm. but it's, yeah, it's good. I mean, sure. I, when you're when you're pounding it, when you're just sipping the beer, it's fine. Um, yeah, I'm gonna yeah. have to sip on this one for a while. Mine's gone. Yep. Cool. Well, thank you for joining us for our latest episode of Bruce Styles, where our topic of discussion was the fruit lambic. Oh, my quad. You're not going to believe what we do next week. <laughs> uh, OMG. Uh, OMQ. Cheers till then. OMQ.